we were born into and will one day leave this circle. All trees will feed you, and one day you too will feed them. Love Shape World is the name given to the collection of artwork and donation services I provide through my website, loveshapedworld.com. Can you give me a brief description of your art? Because it is breathtaking the way you layer these pieces together. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> um, yeah, I have, uh, I take different types of paper, different grades of paper, and cut them up into different shapes and uh, create images. And uh, I use different layering techniques, whatnot. I make shadow boxes, I, uh, I sell prints and green cards. Right, we have Miss Anthosolid Gypsy Woman. Now, um, some years ago, I know a woman who desired a man. She wanted a partner, so she made a really long list um, of everything she wanted in him. She made a list of his style, the way he wore his hair, down to his skin tone, his height. She even listed the flaws that she was willing to put up with in him down to whether or not she was cool with him having funky breath or whatever, you know, an attitude problem. What flaws in him based on her personality and who she was, what she could deal with in a person like him. Now, this man came into her life and now she's dealing with the good the bad, the ugly, and everything in between of what she asked for in this person, right? Now, and so it's funny to hear her complain about the things <laughs> that she said she was willing to put up with in him. So it's almost like the things that you desire, you have to be very careful and very specific about what it is you claim you want. Because when you oh, get absolutely. it... You know, you have to be ready. Like, I know I always say I want a million dollars. I need a million dollars in my life. But I have not, I haven't yet sat down to figure out how I'm going to flip this million dollars into two million. I haven't said, you know, I don't have a plan for this money. I just know I want it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yes. how do we encourage, you know what I mean? But, yeah, like, oh, tell yeah. me, how do we people when you come in on this path and people are throwing love potions together and throwing money magic together like how do we get people to know the way you get long money long lasting relationships is to be very clear about your desires and why you want it why you need it what you need it for the whole nine well you know you have to be true to yourself you have to know exactly what you want down to the T in order for the universe to respond accordingly. Um, I feel you on that with the woman. I have several clients that are looking for love, and I have them writing petitions, and I stress to them when they're writing this petition for this man, you are creating this man from scratch, so you cannot leave out anything. You can't leave anything for the universe to chance. I mean, if you don't tell exactly what it is that you want, then 
the universe is going to play a guessing game and say, well, I guess, you know, subconsciously she say, you know, she's thinking that this is all right, so this is what we'll give her, you know, that'll go along with it. And that's where the problem comes into play, even with money. You have to know what you're going to do with that money down to the cent, down to the cent. Right. Because if you don't know what you're going to do with it, you're not going to receive it. You're mm-hmm. You know? So you just have to be very specific. You cannot leave out anything. Um, petitions are not written overnight for things like this. You know, when you're looking for the long money and the long relationship, you need to write a long petition. You need to spend some time on it. Not three weeks, not three days. Um, sometimes it take three months or even three years, you know. It's not something that you can just jump right into. With that said, specific, you know, specifics are important, and that's something that you need to look into. You need to make sure that you're being true to yourself, honoring your inner self as well as your flesh, you know, honoring what you love, what, what's in your heart, and, you know, what's going to go along with you when it comes down to writing a position and being specific for money and for love, or for anything, for that matter. You know, specifics mm-hmm. are important. Yeah. Yeah, that's something we we, we were just talking about that um, the other day, being true to yourself. Um, and... I, I I heard that phrase for the first time as a teen, and it wasn't until I became an adult that I realized what it really meant, and it wasn't mm-hmm. until recently that I started to actually apply it <laughs> to my life mm-hmm. um, in a very real way, you know, um, being true to myself. What is that? What is that? How do you, can you explain how to apply that principle, not just say it as a, you know, as something cool to say, but actually to be living that, to be living your truth, being true to yourself. I think first and foremost, you have to know yourself. You have to get in touch with you. You have to remember who you were as a child and what your hopes and dreams and wishes were at that point in your life. Because at that time, you were uncorrupted. Mm-hmm. You didn't allow, you know, that was before your parents said, okay, no, that's evil, that's demonic. Or they said, no, you don't want that kind of job because it's not going to make you enough money. You need money to live. When you mm-hmm. were a child, you were happy-go-lucky and, you know, free-spirited. So if you can remember Back when, you know, when you were in your childhood and the things that made you happy at that time and apply those same principles to yourself today, then you can get to know yourself, know who you are, what you like, and not, you know, without outside influence. Not just parents, Mm -hmm. you know, other kids. You have friends that like things that you didn't like. So you say, and they would say, oh, that's silly to like that. You know, unicorns are stupid. But they're not. You Mm -hmm. like unicorns. Unicorns make you happy. You have to, you have to, you know, just don't be afraid to be yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to lose your fear. You know, you have to unlearn everything that you've been taught. 
and kind of just, you know, be free. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah. in essence, that is how you are true to yourself. I personally, I know who I am. You know, I know what I like and, and what makes me happy. And I live my life accordingly. And I don't let any outside influence, you know, dictate, okay, well, you know, that's not cool, Aunt Asala. Well, it's cool for me. I like it. <laughs> you know, it works for me. <laughs> right. That fear, fear has been, um, it's been the, the concept of it has been coming up a lot lately. Discussions are about it, about what that fear does to you and what it, what it prevents you from doing. Um, what are some, some, some ways that fear manifests as a, as a, as a means to prevent us from moving forward? Or what are some popular things, some like, some things that we see every day that encourage the fear that we can start to kind of weed out of our lives? What are some, yeah, some things that we can weed out of our lives on a regular basis to help us get closer to our truth? You know, I believe that, um, I believe that individuality is key. And because, um, everyone, everyone wants to go with the masses, you know, we're taught, um, it's cool to be a leader and not a follower, but it's much easier than said. Everybody wants to do what everyone else is doing. You know, mm-hmm. nobody wants to go their own way. It's like, I'll stick with the crowd because it's warm over here, you know, instead of traveling my path and walking, you know, staying true to myself, which is lonely and cold. It's okay. You know, it's really not lonely and it's really not cold. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We have to break that mindset that, you know, we got to do what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. You have to do what's right for you. And if it, if it is, if what's right for you is, you know, following the mass and, um, you know, uh, being a part of a, of a group or a trend, if that's what, if that's what makes you happy, then, you know, you have to do that. But I think a lot of times people really aren't happy following, you know, trends and groups and, um, this is the right thing to do. I think people aren't happy following that. I think that's just a trained mindset you know, that, oh, you know, it's better over here, you know, this is more easygoing. Don't Mm -hmm. be afraid, you know, to to step out outside the box. Don't be afraid to to go your own way, you know. Um, You got to try it. (laughs) You Mm got to try it. Right. Yeah, that's something, uh, something I've, I've, I've always, like my personality has always been, to go my own way, to do my own thing. Even when I was a part of a group, like I, I was, I, I was known as the, the, the odd one. I'm always the odd one. And mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't embrace that when I was young, when I was younger. I'm still, you know, we are, we're still young, but I didn't embrace it in my, in my youth. And now that I'm, now that I'm older and I have children, and, you know, I want to make sure that my daughter, who is also the odd one in groups, 
to be comfortable and own her her oddity, to own her strangeness. Oh, yes. You know, to be comfortable and love the parts of her that make her anti, that make her different. Yes. You know, and I think if we if we if we raised our daughters to be more independent in their thinking, they would mm-hmm. be much much better off. They and the world would be much better off. Oh yes, you know, absolutely. It's so important to encourage these children to be as different as they want to be, you know, mm-hmm. to be themselves unapologetic. So, yeah. Yeah. You are so no. right. So right. Tell me about tell me about your own journey. Because I, I see you online and you know, there's a whole anti-solidity woman persona. You know, this like you just you larger than life to me, you know. I really love the way you present yourself online. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And there's 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 a, a mystery, but a familiar mystery. Like, it's not anonymous. It's very kindred, you know. Yeah, and, absolutely. <laughs> and I, and I want to know, like, like what, 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 where did you, where did you, how did you get started on your path? Like, how did you get started on this journey? And, and where do you see this woman where are you headed? Where's your your practicing, your business, your brand? Where you where are you going? Okay. Well, we got started. Um, we got started at a young age. Um, mm-hmm. by being nosy, um, watching our grandparents. Mm-hmm. They were healers, and um. They were known healers in our town. Um, people used to come and get things done, get medicine. Um, my granny had a closet full of jars, okay? And these jars mm-hmm. were sweet jars and sour jars and all kinds of, you know, little workings that she had going on, a closet full of jars. And I just remember as a child, um, going in that closet and, you know, touching things that I wasn't supposed to. And she said, you better stay out of there. You're going to catch the devil in there, you know, things like that. But, you know, it, I was just curious. And um, when they would do things like uh, go out to the garden and pick a bunch of leaves and go throw them in the bathtub and then throw you in the bathtub, you know, you'd be like, okay, well, why you know well, you've been you've been kind of you've been kind of on lately you need to get in this bath child you know so mm-hmm. um <laughs> just being nosy and paying attention you know um mm-hmm. a lot of things it, it it reminds me of the karate kid you mm-hmm. know he taught us taught us things through chore and right i look back at i look back at it now and i'm like Oh, okay. So that's what that was for. You know, um, mm-hmm. we had lessons. We had lessons on, you know, growing things and what things were used for and things like that. Um, nothing too heavy, you know, something good for a child to learn. 
But, you know, we learned about herbs and, and roots and plants and where to dig them up and what time to dig them up and what day of the week or, you know, what month of the year to do mm-hmm. those things. So, you know, we started early. Um, and it's a family tradition. It skipped a couple generations, but <laughs> we were blessed to remember and to come into our power. So um, we started taking on some clients of our own here in town. Uh, when my grandma passed, and it kind of just, you know, went on from there. And with, you know, technology and the social medias and all that kind of stuff like that, you know, I noticed that there is a need for it online. And I said, hey, you know, Dr. Blackbird, which is my sister, I said, we do this. I said, why don't we, you know, put our stuff out there? And we did. We did. Mm-hmm. and. It works for us. We love it. We love our clients. Um, we're helping people, growing people. They're getting in touch with their selves and remembering the things that their grandparents or parents may have taught them, you know. And, and it, like I said, it's working. It's, it's, it's healing. It's working. People are coming into their power. And we're just going to keep going with this. We're going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Right. The goal. The goal is to heal, heal our sisters, you know, so that they can take care of their families and they can heal their men. And as a whole, you know, we'll be we'll be whole as a people. Right. You know? Yep. And that's you know what's wild about that. Uh, a lot of us probably we probably grew up with conjure right in our household or right at our grandma's house, but didn't know that that was what was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. kind of think, like, thinking back on things, like if you, if you ever listened to your grandmother's superstitions, you know, or things that she said that her mother told her or that her auntie told her that she's now telling you, these are all parts of our oral traditions here in America that, you know, we, we don't even acknowledge them as oral tradition. We don't, we haven't compiled them into our own, our own book of Proverbs, essentially, our own mm-hmm. uh, set of, of rules, regulations, and, and traditions that we hold dear to us here. And I think that that's something that's going to be really important in these coming for these coming generations, especially for our daughters, definitely for our sons too. Um, but I do, I do sense a changing of the guard over from a male dominant culture to a more woman dominated culture or feminine dominant culture because it, it honestly it has to. There has to be a change, you know. Absolutely. You are so right. You are so right. It starts with our women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know growing up in the nation, there was a, a saying, a chant that they used to say all the time. And it, it went, a nation can rise no higher than its woman. Mm-hmm. So wherever the, the mind state and spiritual condition of the woman is that's where the nation is because you know the woman is the first teacher 
you have your children, you train them, you teach them. And if you do nothing, then they do nothing. You know, if you don't train them or teach them, then they have nowhere to go and have no sense of being. And it, it, there has been a lot of that throughout the years. And so now I see so many women making the conscious decision to take back their power and to take back their essence and to express it. And that's what I, I really see, uh, Gypsy Woman. I see your, your brand is the, it expresses the quintessence of that concept of, you know, women really taking back the power, taking the helm and expressing what was, what was given by the ancestors. So, yep. And, and, and you're right. You know, that, that is, what we're here for you know i tell my sisters all the time you know and they're like oh thank you you know and i'm like hey i was charged with a gift you know and this was given to me by my ancestors i i am going to share it so that we can all get right you know it's not i mean what sense is it having the gifts that i have the gifts that we have you know and we're not using them to, to elevate ourselves. Right. Things have been done the same way over and over for eons. It's time for a change. Right. That's right. How do you, how do you see that change? What, what are the possibilities? Because I see, I see infinite an infinite number and that's what I when I think about actions the things that we do they create a ripple of um and almost I see possibilities being endless for all the work that we're putting into manifesting a new reality and a lot of us don't really view what we're doing as that but that's exactly what I see us doing we are manifesting a number of new realities and we can see the results of it all around us if we're paying attention and not i don't even mean in mainstream i mean right on the grounds in our in our local communities mm-hmm. and that's the next thing how how do you encourage or how how do you suggest women start to pick up our little sisters, our nieces, our daughters, the little girls around us, right in our neighborhoods, and teaching them these ways, showing them the things that they might not be getting right at home, but even getting their moms, getting their mothers, and really just bringing communities of women together to to raise that vibration. How do you encourage us to start doing that right where we are? I think that if you have the means, um, facilitation, um, you know, somewhere where you can meet, I think that it's a wonderful idea to, you know, just have, um, I want to say tribal, but I don't want to scare anyone, um, have gatherings, you know, where you invite women and you invite uh, their daughters and their sons, too, because the sons need it as well. 
But you invite these women, you invite these young ladies, and you empower them, and you teach them, you know, a little at a time, the old ways. You, mm-hmm. you know, you encourage them with um, by showing them, you know, what you're doing and how it's working for you. That's what we do. You know, we have we have gatherings. Um, we get together with mothers and daughters and uh, sisters and cousins and, you know, just a little, maybe a hot dog sale or a yard sale or something like that. But, you know, just sitting and having a powwow, holiday, talking about what's going on in the world and talking about what we can do, you know, for it, about it, or whatever. But not just talking, using that energy by lighting a candle, you know, and teaching them how to light a healing candle, teaching them how to pray to their ancestors and what what the reason is that they're praying to them, you know, what it is. You can't just expect everyone to just jump on board because for so long all this stuff has been taboo, you know, praying right. anything other than the God you were taught to pray to. You know, right. and because of that, we're suffering. We let go of the concept of, you know, talking to our ancestors and and honoring them um, for fear of angering any other god. And we have to get away from that and get back into, you know, teaching our daughters and, and teaching our sisters, okay, you know, you have ancestors, they're here for you. You just need to acknowledge them and teach them how to do so. So I think, like, in everybody's community, you know, things are different everywhere. I know I live in a small town in the country, and it's a lot easier for me than it is for others, you know, but you got to start small, you know, if you're just talking to a couple people. Start small. But get, get the information out there and let people know that, you know, it's nothing to be afraid of. We need to come together. We need to talk. There are some things I need to teach you. And you'll be surprised because um, so many more people are interested than you think mm-hmm. this day and time. You know, they're, we're out here on social media. We're talking about our ancestors. We're talking about our alternative religions and alternative spirituality so a lot of more people are interested in it and children are always always interested in magic so mm-hmm. you know it's not hard to teach a child <laughs> right they already believe <laughs> right <laughs> so you just want to encourage those gifts and you know help them to manifest them and you encourage them and guess what They'll be true to themselves. You know, they'll be comfortable with what they feel and what they love. And that's half the battle. Right. Yeah, that's um that's the most important work to me. Your full moon circles, your gatherings that you have. Mm-hmm. Tell me about those. Tell me tell me how that came about and and how you started putting them together. 
Well, I'll tell you this. The full moon circle that we have coming up um, this month is our actual first circle that's going to be open to the public. We've opened it up to our clients to offer them healing and to do just what we said. You know, we're going to teach, we're going to heal, we're going to celebrate, and we're going to honor our ancestors. Um, We've always had circles for the moon cycles, um, for different holidays and different different times where we honor um, our ancestors for our own personal reasons, but it's always been something private. Just my sisters and um, cousins and a, a few friends, but um, there is a need, you know, to reach out and to do more, and we have to do what I mean, basically, we got to put our money where our mouth is. Are we going to help people? You know, are we going to teach others or are we going to keep it private and, you know, keep all the magic for ourselves? Right. So that's how it came about. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want to share. We want to teach you the right way to charge your crystals, you know, and um, smudge your home and to pray to your ancestors and to honor them. We want to show you the right way to do that, which we're firm believers that there is no right or wrong way. Um, we just want to teach you to be respectful when you do it. So that's how the full moon circle came about. Um, it's going to be a healing circle. We're going to lay hands on people. And I guess um, I guess what we're doing is um, what – new age and modern folks call Reiki, but we old-fashioned conjure women, old-fashioned reworkers. <laughs> so we're going to be laying hands. <laughs> we're going to be laying hands and pulling that negative energy out, and pulling that sickness out, and replacing it with good healing energy. That's what we're going to be doing. That's beautiful. I, um, I'm sorry. I was saying thank you. Mm, absolutely. That's laying hands is one of those arts that uh, I want us to start to reclaim our our shit, basically. Our, the things that we run to Eastern religion and eastern practices for i want us to Mm -hmm. start to reclaim what we have called these things we might not have called points within our bodies chakras we might have called it something else or we might have called the spirit that you have on it we would call the spirit and say you you know you got this on your what you got on your heart what's on your heart or, you know, you got to get your groove back, which is you working with that root chakra. Or you, you know, the things that we have called these things, we don't, it hasn't really been our way to name everything. But no. we have a name for everything, you know. So we might not have called it Reiki, you know, but we call it laying hands. We know that there's power in massage. We know that we've always done it. We've created human styles. To, you know, rub it on you, wherever you might mm-hmm. have an ailment. 
and I really want us as a people to start doing that again and not necessarily get away from anything that we might be getting into as it relates to chakras. I just think there's so much more out there, and people are really limiting themselves um, by not doing their own research, by not getting in touch with their own lineage, you know, and finding out what your people did. You know, what did your great-grandmama do? Right. And I think a lot of people are confused as to how they even find those things out. You know, everything's not on the Internet, you know, and a lot of things are, okay? But you have people that purposely put misinformation on the Internet to kind of, you know, mix things up or whatever. You need to dig deeper. That's why it's so important to build a relationship with your ancestors. You know, you have to pray to them. You got to listen to them because they will tell you exactly what you need to know if you listen, if you That's go right. to them, if you're open to receive it. You know, my grandma, she she told us things. She told, you know, she told us things. She taught taught us so much. My granddaddy did too because he he was a um, a gardener, a farmer, a healer. But we've learned so much by building a relationship with our ancestors. You know, we know what we know things from many, many years ago that if we didn't have that relationship with them, we wouldn't know. Right. You know? Yeah. So it is very important that we get back to, you know, reclaim and get back to our groove. Get back to what we know and what we do. And, again, mm-hmm. it's not taking anything away from, um, you know, new age and religion or spirituality, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it, whatever you're into. Mm-hmm. We're not taking anything away from that. We're actually trying to add more to it. Right. We're trying to add more to it. Yep. Yep. Next. They didn't have the Internet. My grandma did not have the Internet. She didn't know nothing about, you know, a lot of the stuff that they be talking about. She didn't know nothing about that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, but she knew what she knew. And a lot of the things that she knows and a lot of things that she taught us are not, that's not information that's readily available. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. One of the uh yeah we don't we don't understand, and through our lack of understanding, lack of understanding, we continue to fail and continue to fall, and we can we through the reverence of our ancestors and a a, a thorough working and practical knowledge of their ways. It will help us get out of the holes that we find ourselves in that we continue to dig for ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. So, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes, absolutely. We are now, honored. I'm honored. I'm so honored, and I and I'm very grateful that you that you agreed to come on. 
please tell everybody where they can find you, where they can uh, patronize your services and products. And I can't wait to get my hands on that Mansa Musa oil. <laughs> That'll be my very first order. And um, check it in. Okay. Go ahead. Well, we're going to make sure we send you the extra large bottle, okay? So you can share. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so you can find us at uh, gypsywoman.com, and it's spelled gypsy womb man, like the woman's womb, and with the man. So that's W-O-M-B-M-A-N. So that's our website. But if you put, if you type in Gypsy Woman anywhere, you'll find us. We are everywhere: YouTube, Snapchat, Twitter, Tumblr, whatever. And you can always email info at gypsywoman dot com if you have any questions, you want to set up an appointment, or you just want to chit chat. You know, we always here to chop it up. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. So I, I thank you for the opportunity. You know, we, we're we really glad we stopped running. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I had a ball. So thank you so much, Rich. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. And for everybody listening, thank you. And my name is Rich. I'm your host of the Nine Minds Radio Show. Please. Follow me on Facebook at the Nine Minds Radio Show, Twitter at the Nine Minds Radio Show, Instagram at the Nine Minds Radio Show. And um, if you're interested in learning about pendulums, dowsing, how to use pendulums to balance and clear your energy, program your environment, email me at the nine minds at gmail.com. At the nine minds at gmail.com. I have rolling classes. And the first one in this series starts March 31st. So March 31st and April 1st, those are my two days. If you want to take the pendulum class, let me know. And if this episode airs after that class, I will announce the following course uh, date and time. So thank you again, sis. And to Solid Gypsy thank Woman. Thank you, sis. Your spiritual you. pusher hit her up for everything you need. All right. Peace, peace. Peace and love. Since the late 1800s, Europeans have been coming into African and indigenous cultural spaces all over the world to inject and extract based on their own needs and potential gains. There are now culture creators and protectors among us who see that the preservation of our ways and the growth of new ways is totally related to our survival. These next few episodes will highlight suppliers who create products so that we don't have to order from those who would have us discard our history and our future so that they can turn a profit from our ignorance. Gypsywoman.com for your powders. BigLizConjure.com for your waters and oils. MagicalMystic.com for oils. TheChosenWomb.com for fertility and family planning herbs and tinctures. TheAfroMystic.com for your stones and your Palo Santo. And the list of melanated women and men goes on and on. And there's room for everyone. 
What we're missing is the knowledge of why it's important to support one another. And I'm so happy to see that the awareness is growing. I hope that I have helped catalyze that in some way for the people who listen to the podcast. Thank you for rocking with the Nine Minds radio show and stay glowing brighter by the day.